Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Well, over the last few weeks, I've been talking a lot about interest rates, mortgages, that sort of thing. But today, I want to give you simple 21 money-saving tips that can help you through this financial crisis right now. Very simple things. Now, a lot of this is covered in my Smart Money Manager program, my course, and on my free YouTube videos, Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast. So do check that out and do like and share if you can. Uh, but today, I want to give you very simple tips to, to help you. And a lot of people are struggling now. It's easy for people to say, oh, you can, you know, become a, 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 you know, a millionaire and that sort of thing. But some people just need food today. They just need something to, to kind of eat right now. And, and that they are struggling. So I want to give you tips to, to help you save money to get you through this winter that we're coming up for uh, with the energy crisis and the fuel bills. So, so let's wrap them off straight away. Let's get straight into this. The first thing is to pay yourself first and then spend what's left. I've been talking about this for years. Uh, this is, is, a, is a very simple principle that, you know, that the wealthy people, the people who have money, pay themselves first. In other words, they put their money that they get in, they put put that first into savings, to put, put it into their, their pensions and put it into their funds to, to build up their wealth. And, and then they spend what's left. Generally, people who, who haven't got much money and poor people spend everything and then try and save a bit at the end and there's never anything left. Try this simple 50-30-20 formula. 50% of your take-home pay goes towards bills, food, rent, mortgages, that sort of thing. 30% for fun, play, entertainment, play money if you like. And 20% is saved for the future. Some of you might, oh, I can't afford to save 20%. Well, start off with lower ratio. Start off with 70, 20, 10 uh, or whatever, you know, but, but do start saving. You're never going to build any capital. You'll never be able to retire or get out of the rat race if you haven't got any savings or investments. And, and I mean passive income. Number two, then, is to avoid credit card debt interest. This is a no-brainer. Uh, credit card debts interest is running for anything with 20 to 40% now. Even though base rates are still at, you know, just over 2%, they're running these high interest rate cards. That's why the banks are making a fortune. When you go into any big city, the biggest buildings in the city are banks and insurance companies. That's why. Uh, so let have a plan in place to get rid of that debt. That, that Have a strategy, a plan, you know, to, to pay it off, uh, whether it's X amount per month over the not the minimum balance. You're, you're never going to pay it off by just paying the minimum balance. That would take, you know, 20 years in some cases. Have a plan. If you can't do it right away, put some of that into the 0% interest cards and then pay off the capital. Don't put it into zero in interest rate cards and then start spending on crap on the new card, you know, on the blank card. You know, don't do that. It's like losing weight and then just going on a, a food binge. So, you know, you've got to get that off. And, and also... Pay your cards by direct debit to avoid missing any payments and getting a bad credit history of missed payments. That can affect your credit history quite badly. Uh, number three is track your income and expenditure. This again is included in my Master Your Money the Smart Way program. I'll put a link up here for the free training as well. But set up a, 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 um, a tracking system so that you uh, can, can know exactly what money's coming in and what money's going out. Now, Challenger Bank... Uh, 
accounts like Monzo that are basically done on an app on your phone uh, allows you to transfer a set amount to, of spending money to that card. So you never go over it. There are also cards, prepaid cards like uh, Moniz and uh, TransferWise that just allow you to set up a, a card where you transfer, say, £500 and you can only spend that amount. But, but also these accounts give you um, uh, an alert every time you spend money, every time money goes in or out of your account. So if a standing order goes out, boop, it's there, you know, oh, what was that about? So they're very good. They're very useful. Some of the main banks are also doing this now. They've they've caught up with the challenger banks. Okay, so track your income and expenditure. It's T for track in my smart SMART course, T for track. Okay, four, start saving and investing. Uh, whether you're, I don't care how much you're earning or, or you know, you got in the bank, you can always start saving and investing in, in, in your from your income. Apps such as Moneybox actually let you, actually start with a few pennies. They just round up your expenditure and put that aside. Like, you know, like when you've got a bit of change in your pocket and you put it in a jar at home. You know, I do that. And sometimes it comes out to like a hundred pounds in a few months. Uh, not so much now because there's not so much cash about, but this this is Moneybox thing. And I put a link up, is the same sort of principle. You can legally shelter your money from future tax by putting it into things like ISAs and pensions. Um, and, you know, you can put up to 20,000 a year in ISIS. Now, some of you might, I haven't possibly got that amount of money, but you might have money sitting in an account that's not earning very much money. And you can put it into an ISA, which can give you a much higher interest rate immediately. And then you, you'll never pay tax on that money. I'll put a link up here to the, the .gov uh, savings account fund and money facts. So you can check what where the best rates are. They're generally not in your high street banks. They pay the worst rates usually. Number six then, so number five is emergency or contingency funds. This is again is about saving. You must have an emergency or contingency fund. Otherwise, you'll always be dipping into credit cards and payday lenders. Um, you should have three, ideally six months money put aside so that if you lost your job, you got that money there. And we saw this during the last couple of years. People lost their jobs and they couldn't even manage to, to, to survive till the end of the month. Um, number six then is loyalty cards. Uh, loyal, sorry, loyalty doesn't always pay. This is about switching suppliers uh, to, to give you the best deal possible. If you check any good comparison sites like, I don't know, um, Money Supermarket, you switch. I guarantee you can save money within you know, half an hour. Um, the average household, Ofgem said, can save 300 a year by switching to better energy providers. I know energy has gone up through the roof, but you know, you've got to look at this. You've got to keep searching out there for better deals. Loyalty doesn't pay um, and, and check out your utility statement and then, then go to these comparison sites, your bill statement, then, then check out what money you could you could save there. And that's the same for maybe shops or brands that you buy. Um, you know, it doesn't always pay to stay with that same brand for the rest of your life. So if you've always brushed your teeth with Colgate, you know, why? You know, I'm sure you could go and get an own brand, cheaper brand, similar stuff, you know. Um, same with, with, with foods. And I'll go on to that in a second. Okay. Reduce your car insurance. Again, you can find this on comparison sites. Uh, don't just auto renew. I've been guilty of this myself. You get this thing. Oh, you've auto renewed. Okay. Leave it at that. Uh, but when you phone up and start shopping around, you can save yourself hundreds of pounds. And also people are now using their cars less. So you can actually, whereas your insurer might've based your insurance premium on 10,000 miles a year, you said, well, look, I'm only doing 3,000 miles a year. You should get a reduction in your insurance. I got that myself. Number eight is to review your mortgage. 
Over 100,000 people every month, according to the BBC, are, are reaching the end of a fixed rate deal. That means their mortgage could go up by 300% or £1,000 a year. You know, it's it's a horrendous situation. Staying with a lender means you automatically go on to a, a variable rate at the end of your fixed rate. And they, they're very mean with their, their fixed rate deals. If you move around, you could save yourself hundreds, if not thousands of pounds a year. Go to an independent mortgage broker or an independent financial advisor. Even if your deal has six months left, 12 months left to run, start looking now. It might be better to switch now and pay a penalty than wait until interest rates go up because I think they're going up again as early as uh, November. Um, and that again is covered in my Smart Money course. R for review. Keep reviewing things. Keep looking at what you're you're doing uh, so that, you know, you're, you're not like a ship sailing off course and could end up, you know, you're sailing to New York in the old days and you end up in Newfoundland in Canada or somewhere. You know, you've got to keep tracking your and, and reviewing where you're going, right? Okay, number nine is to check your tax code so that you might pay less with HMRC. Look at your tax code on your pay slip. Uh, your tax code is the, the, the three numbers. If you add a zero to it, that's how much you would be able to pay uh, earn without paying tax. If you don't understand it, talk, check with your HR, your employer or an accountant uh, because you could end up getting a rebate. Also, people working from home could be entitled to claim tax relief on the fact that they're working from home. Look at that. Check out with, with take advice on that with an accountant. That could save you hundreds of pounds a year. Number 10 is to look for old bank accounts and pension policies, insurance policies. Um, you know, there are billions of pounds sitting in uh, insurance company and bank um, banks uh, accounts because of unclaimed money and eventually I think they they use it I don't know how they eventually uh, tie it up but um, have a route through your old paperwork or contact organizations like the Association of British Insurers and you know check your check these things also check your council tax ban you, you might be paying too much you might be able to query that you might not be claiming a single person's discount or you, you might be a carer for someone and you there might be benefits there from council tax discounts. Moving on to benefits, number 11 is to check your entitlements to benefits. Now, there's a stigma around claiming benefits, but you know you don't have to be unemployed or at rock bottom to claim benefits. You know, there are numerous benefits you can access, even if you're a working family. They said it was up to 40 or 50,000 a year, you could still claim some sort of working tax credit. So just do check that out. It's there for you, so why not use it? Uh, don't be ashamed about that. Go online. You can check out if you're entitled to a whole. I mean, it's so complicated. You could do a whole episode on benefits. But, you know, you, there is information out there from citizens advice and that sort of thing. So if you're entitled to something, even if you're working and struggling, you may be entitled to benefits, some sort of discount, free dental, free healthcare, whatever it is. You, there's stuff out there you can get. Number 12 is to reduce your grocery bill. A lot of our, especially low paid, spend a high proportion of their income on food food and washing powder and, and essentials and personal items. So a couple of things here, you know, those two for one offers or two for three or three for two. Sometimes they're a bit of a, a, a not a rip off, but they're no cheaper than just buying individually. And often your food gets wasted because you can't even use them. I'm guilty of this myself. You know, you buy all these avocados and they stay right for about half an hour and then you throw them in the bin. Anyway, another tip there is to buy own brand stuff from supermarkets. I briefly touched on that earlier. Um, it's a lot cheaper to buy own brand. It's a lot cheaper to go into places like Lidl and Aldi and Poundland and just pick up stuff. Instead of saying, well, I have to have, you know, this brand of soap, you know, look for the deals, look for the bargains. Well, you know, this is on offer now, I'll buy that and I'll buy my own brand next month, you know. But by sticking to brands, you often pay a lot more. 
And this is why companies like Unilever and Procter & Gamble are some of the biggest corporations in the world because people have this brand loyalty and they stick to using Colgate toothpaste the rest of their life, you know. Um, anyway, um, another thing you can do is, um, by the way, in these own brand tests, when they've done them on, on shows on the BBC and TV shows about saving money on food, I think Eat Less, Eat Well for Less is a show on TV. They've often done blind tests and people can't tell the difference and often think that, you know, the own brand of cornflakes is better than cornflakes or beans or whatever. You know, mind I do like Heinz beans. I have to say that. But anyway, you, you get the picture. It, you don't have to stick to their own brands. Um, plan your meals for the week ahead. That's a lot better than just going out and randomly grabbing stuff at five o'clock. You know, plan your uh, meals ahead and then you can sit down and say, where am I going to get this? Where am I going to get that? And, you know, look for the discount supermarkets as I've already mentioned. You know, M&S, Waitrose, lovely places, but they're very, very expensive compared to, you know, Aldi and Lidl, who do really good stuff, actually. You can still buy a bottle of Cote de Rome wine in Aldi for less than a fiver. It's unbelievable. You couldn't even do that, you know, 10 years ago. It's just unbelievable. Explore the world food aisle. You know, these world food aisles, often you can find real bargains there. Sometimes it's up to 75% less than the other aisles, like things like and nuts and um, whole nuts and not whole nuts, um, almonds and, uh, you know, th 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 these sort of things that are very expensive in the normal aisles. You go to the world thing, you find a big bag of almonds or whole nuts or whatever nuts and um, just things like that, bread and stuff like that, rice, uh, lentils, all these sorts of things are often cheaper in the world aisle. Uh, shop late in the afternoons, look for those yellow stickers. You see people crowding around as they're putting the yellow stickers on, grabbing stuff. Yeah, do that. Don't be ashamed. Go, go for it. Don't buy the, the, the supermarket plastic bags and make your own fruit and veg last longer. Keep it in the fridge or whatever. Just look for ways to preserve stuff, right? Now, number 13, that leads on to neatly on to avoiding food, food waste. Um, a lot of people chuck things away because it's past the display by date. Um, I tend to keep things longer. I use my common sense, my eyes, my nose uh, to see if something's gone off before I throw it away. I've often used food way beyond the, the, the use by date. And in fact, the government are looking to take them off things like fruit and vegetables because, you know, if kept in the fridge, uh, veg and fruit can last much longer than uh, the, the, the label says. And when you cut it open, if it's gone off, you know it, right? So, Obviously, things like fish and chicken and pork, you've got to be very careful with that sort of thing, meat. But a lot of food we throw away just because it's, oh, it's expired. Sometimes it's it could be a bag of rice. It's expired, throw it away. No, these things can last a lot longer than you think. Um, and billions of tons of food are thrown away because of these labels. Number 14 is explore local charities for help. There is an abundance of spare money out there. There's an abundance of food out there. Um, that's given away by supermarkets. I know charities have become very big just by collecting food from charity, from, from supermarkets. And they've now got a big warehouse full of food. So you should never go hungry that, you know, if you're in need, go to food banks, go to these charities to help you with food, personal items and energy. Um, even ladies, personal items, they, 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 they've got those because they know a lot of women are not using uh, those things. So I can't remember what they're called now, but um, all the you get the picture right um the sanitary items i mean so so do do check out the food banks and the charities for those things there are lots of money out there lots of resources you should never go hungry in in the uk and the west because there are lots of it and i hear about people skipping meals and that sort of thing so their kids can eat no use the resources that are out there 
during these tough times. Um, now, pensions, check out your workplace or private pensions. Make sure you're paying enough into it, because if you don't save into these sorts of things or invest, you can never afford to retire. Check whether your employer will match your contributions pound for pound. It's like having free money and check whether your pensions is invested according to your risk profile. Number 16 then, is to check your state pension and NI contribution level. This is particularly important for people born, I think, after 19 or before 1960. People coming up to retirement, check if they paid enough into the state pension. They've made their 35 years of full contributions. Uh, this is particularly relevant for, for women who may have worked part time or taken career breaks or people who've been abroad. And uh, check because you only have till April next year, 2023, to top up those uh, NI contributions to make sure you get your full state pension. You know, you might pay a few hundred pounds to top it up, but after two or three years of receiving your pension, your quid's in. So it's really worthwhile doing it. It's a bit fiddly getting onto the .gov sites, but you can Google how you, you check your contribution level. It takes you round and round in circles, but it's well worth it, especially if you're coming up to retirement. Uh, women in retirement have been underpaid, by the way. Uh, a lot of women in, in retirement now in their 70s and 80s could be owed tens of thousands of pounds. I saw one on a TV program. She got £80,000 refund because she was underpaid um, after she'd, her husband had died a few years ago. So it doesn't include everybody, but it's worth checking into that if you're underpaid in your pension because the, the, there's millions of pounds sitting there waiting for you and some of it could have your name on it. Now, 17 is use loyalty cards, brand cards, uh, price match, vouchers, deal finders, um, cards like Tesco, club cards. All these points add up. Stores like John Lewis, Curry's, they, they certainly used to do price matching policies. Don't be too shy to ask for that. Use voucher codes like Deal Finder or a plugin as a plugin on Chrome. So when you're searching for things, it comes up with the best deal. Hundreds of money saving apps out there like uh, Sweatcoin, Better Points, where you can even get paid for your steps and exchange those steps for discounts. Do look out for that. Some of my family are very good at searching out for these discounts. Pretamonja deals, free this, free coffees, free burgers on certain days of the week, free pizzas. Do check those out. It's certainly worth looking at. Number 18 is to cut your energy bill. Uh, this is uh, something you can check out on the Energy Saving Trust or the similar organizations in your country. Great energy saving ideas, uh, draft excluders, you know, foil that goes behind radiators. But more importantly, that there are grants out there available for putting in things like home insulation, cavity wall insulations, even solar panels and new boilers. Check out that at your local authority uh, for that. Going paperless will save you money and paying by direct debit on your electricity bill will also save you quite a bit of money just immediately, just, just like that, rather than paying your bill down at the bank. Uh, number 19 is to sell unwanted stuff on resale platforms. Uh, average British woman, according to one survey, accumulates an estimated, how much do you think they accumulate of unwanted clothes in their lifetime? £22,000. Unbelievable. Uh, so you can turn to un unwanted clothes into cash by looking at sites like Depop, Vinted and eBay, Facebook marketing marketplace as well. You can also save money by buying through these apps because some of this stuff is unused. I've given away stuff that I've never used. And so it's, why not go and use it? Charity shops as well, of course. Um, but you know, do, do check that out. 
You can also buy furniture in, in these places like Facebook Marketplace. I've got, I've got perfectly good sort of oak coffee tables in charity shops. Uh, so so do, don't be ashamed to go and look at that sort of thing. And you can clear out your garage and all that stuff in your spare room and maybe rent out that room. That's another money-making money idea. Rent a room out. You can get up to 7500 tax-free for renting out a room. Uh, they're even offering uh, quite a lot of money for if you rent your room to a, an Albanian refugee. That that was come out on the news last night. So, you know, there's lots of things you can make money on. Uh, but maybe you've got a room full of junk. You can get rid of that junk and then rent that room out. Facebook Marketplace is a very good app as well. I've got rid of stuff. Sometimes you can sell stuff. Sometimes you just want to give it away like an old bed or something. But clear that space. Clear that. So you, you when you clear junk out of your life, uh, it gives you more energy in the house. Right, getting on to the last couple now. Number 20 is mindset. Avoid, you know, I talk about mindset a lot on my programs and on my tips, um, you know, on my money tips, money tips videos and that sort of thing. But it's, it's a, a recent survey by Nationwide, for instance, Payday Survey, said that one in five people blow half their, their wages and spare cash on payday or within 48 hours of payday. That is crazy. Did you know that shops, restaurants, and sites like Amazon actually gear things up for a payday spending spree? They, they put offers in front of you because they know payday's coming up. They know at the middle of the month, people haven't got much money. So McDonald's said, well, it's a bit quiet now. It's the middle of the month. It will get busy before the end of the month. They know when you're out there and going to blow money. So do think about that. You know, be, be in a mindset of thinking, do I really need this? You know, perhaps if you're buying something on Amazon, put it into the basket, but don't buy it immediately. Sometimes they'll come back and give you a discount if you haven't bought it within a couple of days, you know. So do think, do I really need this or could I get by without it? Could I buy it next year before you just press that button and spend the money? It's easy to spend money when it's on a credit card, not so easy when it's cash. So just avoid that emotional spending. Sometimes when you're down, you're feeling down, you think, oh, I need that uh, retail therapy. You don't really need it. But sometimes people spend money for like going on a binge drink or drinking when you're depressed. Just think about that. Be mindful. Be emotionally intelligent. That's what I'm trying to say here. Um, so do check out my, my YouTube podcast. Now, 21 is plan, organize and forecast. Just like a business has a cash flow forecast, they plan ahead. Be like that. You know, plan the week ahead, plan the month ahead, plan the year ahead. It's part of life planning. And this will make a huge difference to, to how much uh, money you have. Know how much you've got in the bank. Know how much you you own. Know how much is coming out of your bank the next day so you don't go overdrawn. Know how much is coming out before the end of the month. Don't be like these people that always get fined by their banks for going overdrawn all the time. Overdraft uh, limit uh, interest rates now is over 40% by the way. So plan, organize and, and forecast um, so that you really get your finances in order just like I say in my courses. Now finally look Searching for the best deal, tracking, reviewing, planning, spending money on things, you know, you only really need rather than just blowing money for, you know, buying things to impress people you don't even like, you know, um, as, as the old Will Rogers said, saying used to say, look, it's all part of life planning. It's part of building proper habits so that you can start accumulating money. I've saw this in my life as a financial advisor. People had good habits in life and were organized, tended to get on better and, and were wealthy rather than broke. Uh, so do, do think about it and check out my tips and, and all that. So I'll put a link up there for my free video on um, how to, to get your finances in order and get control of your money in the next 28 days. So those are my 21 tips. I'm not going to rattle through them again, but do I hope they've been useful to you. And 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 do don't despair out there. Winters come and go. 
this winter will pass and then it will be spring and summer. So don't despair. This time will pass, but you can get yourself in organized now to organize your finances in such a way that you, you survive and eventually thrive and start building real wealth and accumulating capital so that you can become financially free over time. So, so don't despair out there and um, check out if you, if you didn't get the, the whole description there, it will be on my uh, moneytipsdaily.com podcast. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. This is Charles Kelly Money Tips and I will see you again in the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 